0: Judge Wyman, a Rural Yankee Legend, by Charles Godfrey Leland. Read for LibriVox.org by Robert Robinson. Long ago in the state of Maine, there lived a judge, a good old soul, rather well up in the genial vein, and not by any means down on the bowl. N.B. By bowl I mean the cup, and by cup, N.B., I mean a glass since neither bowls nor cups go up at present when we our liquor pass. Although, I recall, tis three years this fall, when travelling in the wilderness, and things were all in an awful mess, and our crockery, with a horrible crash, had gone its way to eternal smash. It came, as the driver allowed, from raisin. We drake champagne from a tin wash-basin, excuse the digression, non est crimen and returned to our judge, whose name was Wyman. The judge oft drank in a hostelry kept by a man whose name was Sterrett, where he met with jolly company, but where the whiskey was void of merit. The real mini-rifle brand, that at forty rods kills out of hand. Well, it came to pass that one night the judge at Serrett's, after a long hot day, got so tight that he couldn't budge, and found himself... Well over the bay, with a snake in his boot, and one in his hat like a billed owl, or a monkey horned, tangle legged, hawk eyed, on a bat, peepy, skewered and slewed and corned. Couldn't tell a skunk from a pine of cologne, couldn't see the difference between flips and scents, and when he attempted to walk alone, simply made a Virginia fence, till liquor yielded at last to sleep. And he sang into Dream River, four miles deep. Sanctus Ivis fuit bruto, Advanticas sed non latro. Saint Eves the Briton first took a brief, for though a lawyer, he wasn't a thief. This is what the story declares, which says he listens to lawyers' prayers. Likely enough, perhaps he may, whenever a lawyer tries to pray. But another legend, old and quaint, assigns them a different kind of saint, with a singular foot and peculiar hue, whose breath is tinged with a beautiful blue. And this was rather the saint, I think, who inspired the young lawyers, twenty-four, who helped Judge Wyman to stow his drink, and made them rejoice to hear him snore, who, "'save the devil, would not have wept to see "'these graceless legal loons "'tricking the good old judge as he slept, "'and filling his pockets with serrat's spoons, "'with silver spoons, likewise for butter, "'a handsome ten-dollar silver knife. "'Then put Judge Wyman on a shutter "'and carried him home to his loving wife. "'If any ladies read these rhymes,' WHICH IN EDGAR A. POETRY ARE CALLED RUNES, THEY MAY JUST IMAGINE WHAT SORT OF TIMES MRS. WYMAN HAD WHEN SHE FOUND THE SPOONS. THE JUDGE'S GRIEF WAS FULL OF MERIT, AND HIS LADY WASN'T INCLINED TO FLOUT IT, BUT SHE QUIETLY TOOK THE SPOONS TO Saret, AND NOTHING MORE WAS SAID ABOUT IT. A MONTH WENT BY, AND FAMA, THE WENCH, HAD NOT SPREAD A WHISPER TO URGE REMORSE, and Judge Wyman sat on the legal bench, trying a fellow for stealing a horse. The evidence was all due north. It froze the prisoner every minute, till Judge Wyman called the culprit forth, and asked what had he say agin it. The prisoner looked at the planks of pine of the little rule courthouse ceiling, at all the jury in a line, then answered, his only small card dealing, "'Judge, I have lots of honesty.' "'but when I'm drunk, I can't control it. "'And, as for this here hoss, do you see? "'I was drunk as blazers when I stole it.' "'Answered the judge. "'If this court were a dunce, she would say, "'In law, that is no excuse. "'For the court held that opinion once, "'but of late her connection's been getting loose. "'One may be certain on law today "'and find himself tomorrow dumb.' "'But answer me one thing truly, and say whereabouts it was you got your rum?' "'I drank, cause I was invited, and got my rum at Sarretts. do you see?' "'Mr. Sheriff!' cried the judge, excited. "'This instance set that man free. "'The liquor that Serrett's sells by thunder would make a man do anything. "'And some time or other I shouldn't wonder if it made a saint on the gallows swing. "'It will run a man to perdition quicker than it takes a fiddler to reel off tunes.' Why, this court herself once got drunk on that liquor and stole the whole of old Saret's spoons. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.